Welcome to the third episode of What the Fs, Rack's weekly take in five on fads, films, finance and fun with friends. I stay plugged in, connected with whatever the F is going on around the world so I can share with you tips and records on what will bring you joy. And you can, of course, do whatever the F you want with it. What? Mythic Quest Season 2 is already released on Apple TV Plus? And we haven't watched it yet? OMG. Oh oh, I know why. We like Season 1 so much. Decided we should watch Season 2 only when the entire family is back together. Which it is. And so we will. Soon. In the meantime, let me tell you why we are so excited about it and why it is on my recommendation list for this week. What is it about? Well, the series follows a video game studio that produces, you guessed it, Mythic Quest. It's an MMORPG. Phew, that's a short mouthful of the longer mouthful massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Need to take a breath now and get some water. So there is this game's creator, Ian Grimms. Actually, he's called Ian in the in the series. Played by Ron McElhenney. Oh my gosh, my tongue is now clearly twisted. Ron was one of the creatives behind the hit It's Sunny in Philadelphia series, if you've had a chance to see it. Well, here he takes his role so mock seriously, it's just a delight to watch him. And his arguments with his lead engineer, Poppy Lee, are a laugh riot. I mean, the studio dynamics overall, major tickle fest. What really stood out for me, apart from the fresh, frothy acting and script, I had not seen something like this before, uh, was how the show seamlessly blends the studio storyline with the Mythic Quest game origin story and the virtual characters. So like plot within a plot, like at a meta level, you know what I mean? And also the uncanny Zedgeist and pop culture references. Continue watching to find out who's Putty Shu, the tween online game reviewer. One of those heartwarming chestnuts buried in the plot. So who will really like this series? For one, if you liked The Office and jibed maybe somewhat with the antics of Michael and Dwight and Jim and Pam and others and wouldn't mind it being a little more contemporary and fast-paced, if you would like a glimpse into a workplace setup that's primarily staffed by Gen Zers, with some millennials and maybe a few Xers thrown in, though with cool roles. Maybe not all of them. The office manager here is a misfit and he knows it. And if you're a sucker for Silicon Valley, the HBO show on startups, but care more about the fun part than the scheming and enjoy gamers and gaming, well, who doesn't really? Really? Nowadays? Then you fit the bill. Season 2 is already on, so get started on your quest on Apple TV+. Plus. All right, now to what the finance. In the last episode, I covered some boring stuff related to your child turning 18. You know, the ho-hum, needs to be done, but no one is really happy doing it kind of stuff. Well, here's something that your child should appreciate and you may want to get started. A new credit card. Yes, in their name. Once they turn 18, they can get their own, which helps them build their credit history. 
but with a small credit limit. And of course, the sooner you get them started, the better it is. In fact, uh, Apple Cards has recently come up with something called Apple Card Family to help folks with younger kids start building credit history. So do check that out as well. Want to create some rules of engagement so that the credit card they're currently using, yes, the one yours, where they are one of the authorized users, is now being used or going to be used only for expenses you have agreed to pay and the rest of their discretionary spend, pocket money, boba tea money, etc. comes from their personal account and credit card. Right? And if possible, have them link that new credit card to their own bank account for auto payments. What? They don't have a bank account or debit ATM card of their own yet? You know, a lot of banks have special type of no-fee checking or savings accounts for high schoolers and college-going students. So you really don't need to wait for them to be 18 to open a bank account, unlike a new credit card. And it can also be such that you can operate it jointly if you want to, right? So by having them link their new credit card to their bank account, now you can help them manage their own spending and payments and get some learning along the way. I have actually found the process of going to a branch with them, having them meet with a banker or teller, understand what a thing like a checkbook is, how to sign it, where to sign it, what are the various things like terms and interest rates, etc. Quite helpful, you know, uh, to also initiate some broader financial discussions. So um, do sit down with them to discuss the best practices, especially of debit versus credit, right? Like payment of balances in full each month if using credit card, chances of overdraft if using debit, etc. You'll be surprised actually how many people, especially kids, don't realize the interest implications and penalties of paying just the minimum or partial balance amounts or being delayed each month, right? So forget the talk about the birds and the bees, which by the way nowadays begins and happens in the fifth grade for them. You didn't know that, did you? Well, check with your school. But now is the time to talk about APRs and penalties. Cool, it actually rhymes. Birds and bees, APRs, penalties. Woohoo! Another best practice I recommend for you as a parent, don't have them opt for online statements only. Get printed copies of the credit card statements. So it comes home and you get to actually see the transactions and spending patterns, at least for a period of time, right? While, while the financial education is happening, rather than it being sent by mail. So there are many other tips, right? I have around these kind of topics for kids' financial literacy, steps to take during this transition. There are some more, right? So in, all in the coming episodes, for now, this is it. So this is it for this week on What the F's, Rack's weekly take in five on fads, films, finance and fun with friends. A chatty contemporary series on Gen Zers and gaming at work, Mythic Quest, and a nudge to get started with building credit history plus financial common sense for your kids. Let me know what you think. Paanch taza minute mein paanch din ka maza. Chalo, tada. Bye for now. 
and back again next Friday.